The Tangent Egg Podcast is aimed at a mature audience. It contains themes that are not appropriate for all listeners. It's important to note that we are not experts. We routinely have no idea what we're talking about and are just three idiots sitting around a table. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Tangentic Podcast. I'm Seth, and as always, with me is Swoosh and John Doe. Hello! Hi. And uh, first up, I mean, <coughs> we've got to do the update that's happened with Unity. Yeah. And their CEO basically being like, I'm out! <coughs> I, I yeah. done fucked up, I gotta leave. <laughs> All I can imagine is like, he's done everything, and someone's just walked in and like, uh, Sir, you have to leave now. There's, the mob is here. But as much as he's saying that it's his choice to step down and spend time with his family, you can tell the <laughs> board of directors saying, "No, motherfucker, you were being told this is yeah, voluntold. Yeah, yeah, very much so. You're voluntold, voluntold to spend time with your family. Like, God, at the same damn. time, the only downside to this is you know this guy's golden parachuting out of there. Yeah, I, I do hate that. I hate the gold. Given parachute. the fact that he already sold his stocks last week before he announced this shit. Oh, yeah. Back when they, you know, were worth something. That yeah. has to be some kind of insider trading, though. Like, how it's, has he not been investigated for that? It's literally exactly <coughs> that. He had insider knowledge of what was yeah. about to be announced, so he sold his shit. He knew it was a bad idea from the start. How the yeah. fuck yeah. do you get away with that without someone going, hey, you did a thing. Bad. No. <laughs> It's like some I, 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 um, like tax agent with a spray bottle. Like, bad! Bad corporation! <laughs> oh. And then there'll be whatever severance package he gets for stepping down. So, like, from- As much as I'm happy that he's walking away, he's mm. going to be walking away into such a comfy retirement. Oh, yeah. That's like, the annoying thing. Like That's why well, I think this shit keeps happening. Provided he actually retires. Like, he's just yeah. left here. He's still, like... I don't know how old he is, but most likely he'll just step across to another company and say, hey, yeah. look, I yeah. work for this mob, or I work here, and put me on. I'll be your CEO. He'll move and laterally to a different thing. Yeah. What's well, to take the a massive is, payout? Yeah. His loss, him leaving Unity isn't going to hurt Unity that much, and he's not getting hurt by having to leave. <coughs> I don't, Even if he doesn't get another job, he's rolling out of there with that much fucking cash it's not gonna matter in that I don't know how you can hurt Unity much more like I know holy fuck is Unity taking a hit like I I swear like likely the big corporations for our uh, industry have all been like halt the beer and they're just trying to outdo each other now it really feels like like is it a race to the bottom is that what we're doing because if so I will win this do not try do not tempt me I've got family who know absolutely nothing about tech news or gaming or anything, and they've come up and we said, "What is Unity?" I've heard that that's gone really bad. It's like, yeah, that's fucking bad. When like, even the boomers are asking, breaks containment. Yeah, breaks containment next to Facebook. I'm I'm really waiting for the next cut. Like first we had like Wizards with D and D. Yeah. Now we've got Unity. <clears throat> it comes in threes. Who's fucking next? Who, who be I've got to assume it's going to be whatever eventually happens with Musky. There was something else that happened like, no, between he, Unity and this. He, a... he comes with his own sets of threes. Like, he's going to fuck himself <laughs> up three times regardless. Yeah. This is something completely set outside of Musky. Oh, yeah. yeah, Musky's got to fuck uh, Twitter, he's got to fuck Tesla, and he's got to fuck SpaceX. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's an he's... outlier. He, he doesn't get worked in with the mathematics it's just something that happens he's a weird variable he's going to launch a spacex rocket which will disintegrate crashing into a tesla company and it's going to be live tweeted saying congratulations on the launch oh no no even better he'll all going to fucking come down (coughs) they'll shoot off the spacex um then twitter will finally go broke because somehow that thing's fallen onto the twitter building or x as it is now and then that fucking car he launched the tesla he launched in space will just come back down and flatten the family somewhere like Guaranteed. That's how he goes down. No, no. The SpaceX launches, one of the disposable rockets comes down and hits the Tesla factory. Mm. The rest of the rocket blows up, and then he live tweets the family saying, Great launch. Oh, ho, 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 ho. That's, that's how I see it happening. Oh, that's that's Musky's three. The fact that when you no. said that, I got a clear no. image of it in my head, I think Dan might be an oracle now. Mm. No. It, it, it'll it'll 
exactly what you said. You know, thing comes off, hits the factory, the rest of it explodes, and the like. Someone will run, it'll be like like the family will probably put something up on Twitter, um, railing against it or some shit like that about one of the people who died in the, in the factory and then over the top of it will be an unclickable ad for Tesla or <laughs> SpaceX. It'll be an ad for some junk company that doesn't state that it's an ad but it's like, thoughts and prayers! Yeah, it'll be some fucking stupid thing. Musk, he's in a, a world of his own three. He's... Uh, yeah. Your own little subset. I'm really that waiting for the fair. next fucking company. Like, there has to be another company in the nerdosphere. Like, we've had Wizards with D&D. Now yeah. we've got fucking Unity. Like, we've had Cardboard Crack. Well, well I'm waiting for Cardboard Crack to fucking break itself. It's tried several times. Like, I don't D&D think it can, though. Oh, I, I think it fucking can. A little more effort and they'll fucking mm. break themselves. Like, D&D fucked itself. Now Unity has. So, we've had tabletop games, game engines. What's what the next fucking game thing that's going to burn? Are we restricting I'm, the games or could we expand this to pop culture? Well, that, like, that, that a lot of movies have been be fucking the, up recently. That just seems to be the, the theme for this uh, set of three. So It really does, yeah. I'm waiting for the next thing. I'm, yeah. <clears throat> games can't right, well, fuck up bingo. <laughs> I'm just trying to think what can be fucked up now what's left for them to break um, well no in this set of three it has to be wanting <clears> to charge everyone for something that they don't fucking charge for oh so the um, the model for oh no you want to do that then it already happened this the the um, Unity one is the third oh yeah because the first one was Bethesda charging for mods Oh. Yes, that's right. Fuck. I, fuck. I knew there was something else. Fucking Bethesda. Well, that that all started with horse arm, and they could they had to keep up on themselves from there. Started with horse but armor, they, ended up with Overwatch. No, How did we get here? They made horse armor though. They did. When they decided they wanted to create the creation workshop and charge for other people's mods that they weren't paying to make them. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's where they they were like, you no, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, that that was. More scummy than normal, and that's saying something. <laughs> and then they release another version of Skyrim with all the mods included. Like, I'd rather uh, just, I'd rather go to Nexus and download the mods myself. Thanks. <laughs> pretty much, like, <laughs> be great. There are certain YouTubers I watch just occasionally they drop their mod pack, and I'll be like, oh, I might play Skyrim again. Like after, uh, was after it- playing Starfield, I'd rather go back and play Skyrim with AKs added, modded into it. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I'm actually, guessing you've had your fill. I, I have. I keep looking at it going, I really want to play this and enjoy it and get lost in the adventure, but it feels like fucking work. There's no adventure, yep. and I just feel like I'm hauling cargo from one end of the universe to the other. That's literally what my character is like, when I it, When I can play Cyberpunk and any person like any NPC on the street feels like an actual character within that world where they're mm. doing things and living and moving around and then you play Starfield where it's like everyone is sitting down and staring at you like if you look at the NPCs they're all always looking mm. at you yeah like, don't look at the NPCs it's terrifying how fucking like, creepy are you god damn uh, the bug eyed terror this is horrible they needed to have already launched the fucking mod pack, like the mod kit for this, because yeah. then it'll get fixed. It has been kind of interesting, like watching the change in discourse about Starfield. I, it's like the initial reviews came out and were quite positive, hmm. and a lot of people's initial experience with the game was quite positive. And as people have played it more and more and re- realized, you know, broad as an ocean, deep as a puddle, it's like, oh. Oh, this thing but, isn't that good. But, yeah. Like, I was really fucking hyped for it. I Same. really wanted this game. And then yeah. playing it at the start, the rose-colored glasses are on. It's like, oh my god, it's out. I'm finally getting a play. You're getting that payoff. And then once you start taking them off and you're looking, it's like, wait, this feels a little broken. Why Why is this missing? Why does it feel like this? Like, yeah. God fucking damn. After we've been spoiled with Baldur's Gate and Ooh. then... Yeah. where cyberpunk is at now and then you go back and play that and it's like this <clears throat> feels like it, it was released in 2018 2019 like this yeah. doesn't feel like it has any soul to it 
this feels like a step back from what we wanted. It's yeah. Like, it's very disappointing. I, like, still, bare bones, the, the system works. That's a bonus, but the modders need to get their no, hands on to fix it. The system doesn't always fuck. It's real easy to break Starfield. If yeah. you start, if you build an outpost and click one, like, one storage box next to one you shouldn't have clicked, it will break your entire fucking network. And then you got to go through and rebuild the entire thing. Oh, fuck like, that. Just... Yeah, it's fucking broken. There are still a lot of bugs in Starfield. Like, the a... least buggy release still yeah. has a lot of fucking bugs. It's a Bethesda game. There are still like, so many bugs. I love building bases and shit, but that game made it not fun for me, which is a hard thing to do. Like, I basically made a one-room base somewhere to hide contraband until I got shielded, uh, shielded um, cargo. Even contraband's useless. You pick yeah. it up, it says it's worth 100,000 units, and you go to sell it, and it's not even worth 1,000. Like, what was the point of this? Yeah. Like, there's a, this is what it's worth, and then not what you actually get for it. That's just dumb. Pretty much. Like, it's not worth that, then. Like, yeah. say what it's worth when I want to fucking sell it. Shit. Yeah, tell me how much I'm getting from this. I, I'm not, yeah. I don't do the math for you. Fuck you. Yeah, I... Uh have really good future hopes for it after it's been out for six to twelve months and it's yeah. been fixed by Bethesda and the modders have actually gone through it and properly fixed it they then could I pull a No Man's Sky or a, a cyberpunk on us and it could come back later much better this time I'm looking forward to, to Starfield this time next year yeah <laughs> yeah same that's, that'll be good when, when they release the, the special edition that'll play on your Casio calculator. Like, <laughs> that's the one. It comes I'm with Skyrim pre installed as oh, well. Yeah. So I had a quick squiz on, on Steam to have a look at the reviews that are currently out for Starfield. And it slipped from uh, positive to mixed. Um, mm. And most of the reviews right now are, <clears throat> yeah, there's not really a lot to do. No, yeah. When, Give us when the even the ones back. that are. Even the ones that are positive are like, yeah, this didn't nearly hit the mark, but I had fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was an update for it yesterday, and one of the major features of it is it added an FOV slider. Yeah. Why the fuck was that not in the game at launch? Really? They should always have that. The amount of people that we all, like, as a group, know who get sick from the field of viewing games. So they need that slider or that valuable to make sure they're not vomiting when they play a video game. Yeah. Like... Just that the options, built holy in. shit! Wait, fuck. Yeah, for a game that's been delayed so much, it's missing a lot of basic features. Yeah, like most. Or just, or just bad implementation of the features they did leave. Yeah, yeah. Designing ships is clunky. Trying to travel is a fucking pain. Fucking oath. Mm. It's like I, uh, I'll echo a lot of other reviewers who've been talking lately. Uh, go watch the. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, girlfriend reviews video for it. It's nice. pretty fucking spot on. Oh. Yeah. But, but so, shall before we, we rant about that more, we should probably move forward. Because <laughs> we will rant moving. about that more. So, uh, the PS5 is getting a slim update. Though, is it really a slim update? Like, because it looks the exact fucking same as a normal PS5. Like, yeah, I didn't slim... see any change to it. No, it, it's well, as a few centimeters shorter in like, if you had it sitting vertically, it sits a few centimeters shorter. But in this, you can't have it sitting vertically because you got to buy this stand separately, which is dumb. And that's what like ninety five bucks American. Yeah, so one hundred and fifty yeah. here. Yeah. So it's the, uh, the mean, Apple version of marketing. Is yeah, you know, I will let you have this thing. Buy all the accessories for hyperinflation. I mean, let's face it, they're trying to hawk people up screen. Yeah. So. But, but, like, it can be slimmer because they're releasing a disc and discless version. But they released mm. a discless <coughs> version of the base con of the original console. It dis I, I am. They, I have never seen the discless base version. No, there they, uh, was a discless one when they first did it, but no one wanted it because everyone wanted the disc version. Yeah. So you could still get PS5s if you wanted a discless, like a discless version, if one. you wanted a digital only version. Hmm. But like, but then also the digital only one only came with 500 gigs, so it's like completely yeah. useless. You could buy maybe one game. Yeah, or oh, it came with a an, an 825 gig hard drive in it, but you could only use 
I think, 600 gig of the storage. Yeah, so the rest was now, in the system. Now this new one comes with a terabyte, but I'm wondering if you can still only use 800 gig of it if it's kept 200 gig aside for OS and whatnot. But this new one comes with uh, an attachable disk drive. Yeah, you can buy it as an option for 79 bucks, I think it is. Again, 79 US. So Yeah. Yeah. About 100 Well, theoretically... No, I mean, I can't actually find anything that says how much the, the actual discless one's going to cost. Uh, um, but, like... The, the disk drive for P- will be sold separately for seventy nine ninety nine USD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know how much the disk drive is. I don't know how much the diskless console is. It's uh, not much cheaper because uh, it's only like it's one. The exact less same price. Most. It's four hundred ninety nine dollars US, which is the exact okay. same as what a current PS five is. So you're not going to get it for any cheaper. The console will be the exact same without a disk drive, which, which is literally the only advantage. Yeah, yeah. And the only thing that's so, changed is the shell. The internals are all identical, aren't they? It's uh, exactly. I, they've had minor upgrades. Well, and I mean minor. Really <laughs> fucking uh, minor enough that it'll make no fucking difference. Yeah, it's the kind of thing like like at the like top one percent of usage, it would matter, but that's not how you run a console. Yeah. This but, uh, feels very much like the um, was it the the three sixty with the. UHD separate drive. Yeah. Oh, that was back when they had when the the HD the Blu-ray. last format. Yeah, that's yeah. happening. This feels very much like the the added on disc drive, the unnecessary yeah. drive. I'm pretty sure it's just Sony trying to soft be like, "Hey guys, digital only." Yeah, they are definitely trying for that because, like, aren't they close. pressing for their streaming thing to be up soon? Yes, uh, they're, the, they're, they're finally trying announced. to compete with Game Pass. Good luck. Mm. Should have started that a couple but of it, years ago. But it's not even competing with Game Pass because you can't download. Yeah. No. It's you can only, only stream. Yeah. It's also so, guaranteeing it will not come to Australia because, you know. Man, how much lag would that have if you were playing it on the little stupid portable screen? Ah. Because you'd, you'd have to lag from the screen to the console and the console to the net and the net to their data center. It'd be like playing old school Civilization. Where it's like, my turn! And then you wait for everything else to happen. Oh, it's my turn again. It's been 20 minutes. Hey, man. We had some fun playing Civ. We did. Uh, who was it that kept harassing us? It was like Napoleon? I can't remember. No, we, all I remember... We sick Napoleon is, on the English. That's right. All I remember was you were playing the Aztecs and were stuck in an eternal war. Yeah. And I was on an isolated island as, I think it was the Vietnamese, mm. and I was just funneling you money. Yeah, you were <laughs> bankrolling me so I could keep fighting because I got bonuses for being in war, and I just so, pissed off everyone next to me. It was great fun. So, Seth was pretty much playing the US, and yeah. Swoosh is pretty much playing every other state. Every third world <laughs> nation ever mm. involved with the US. <laughs> oh. Good times, but yeah. this I'll think that it, the PS Five it just feels a little silly. Like there's no real upgrade with it. Normally the slim is like a slight upgrade yeah. with a smaller console <clears throat> that looks a little sleeker. It yeah. actually feels like a mid-gen yeah. update. It's the exact same, like the same body shape, just a little shorter. It's the fucking Which, curves. Like I have a PS Five, but I hate the curves on it. It's fucking look, stupid. man. You just need to three D print a little head for Kaiba. Put yeah. it on the top and be fine. Yeah, I have been tempted, not gonna lie. Someone's already made the model. See, I'd I'd be happy if you could gut a PS five and put it inside the the case for a PS4. Mm. Like, yeah. That'd be good. I actually quite like the design of the PS4. Me too. It's nice, like, it actually looked block. nice. Yeah. It actually looked like something I'd want to have on a shelf. This looks like something that I'd want to put in a cupboard. I'd it looks like look an attempt PS5. at modern art. Like they've gone, oh, we'll go to a modern art gallery. Yes, this yeah. is fun. Like, the thing is, though, like, the PS3, well, sort of, uh, that one did resemble a George Foreman grill way too much. It really did. Um, But definitely the PS4 seemed to be consoles that were designed to fit in with your media unit. Yeah. Yeah. So it could sit next to your cable box and your DVD player and, I don't know, your sound system. And it would all look kind of similar. Mm. This thing's like, fuck that, I'm unique. Yeah. I will be seen. This yeah. looks like something you need to sit on top of your media unit where people walk past you. That's a fucking weird looking vase. <laughs> I need to put but a motion sensor on it just so whenever someone walks by, my PS5 just yells, Witness me! <laughs> that's, the, that's the vibe I get from it now. 
Yeah. And but whereas Xbox is absolutely doubled down on that. Oh, hey man, like a black box just fits in with everybody's yeah. setup. Let's yeah. just do fucking e- that. Everything's black plastic. Just rock with that shit. I don't care how it little, looks like. Just they had their little uh, midlife crisis with the 360. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Because their original console was black, and then mm. they were like, "We're gonna be white." Oh wait, this sucks. But, Back to black. No, but even <laughs> that, like they had the 360. Which, when that first came out, you could have replaceable face, like face plates on it. You, yeah, they were going to yeah. release all these things, and then they stopped that real fucking quick. And the PS5 said, "Oh yeah, you can replace the panels on this," and then they didn't release them for over a year. So the third-party mm. companies that did release them all got sued by Sony because Sony was going to release them. And now they've got this where they're trying to market. There's now four panels you can replace, including a disc drive. Like, I love the fucking um, damn. I love the third party skins that came out for PS5s. The best one being Cell's head from Dragon Ball, because oh, so it it fits perfectly. It's amazing. But oh. the uh, like for the PS5, Sony announced that they were going to release like the skins for the console yeah. for hmm. I think it was one of the Spider Man games. I don't know, I think it yeah. might have been Miles Morales, and then they only did a very limited number of them. And so a third-party company did pretty much the exact same skin on theirs. You could buy it from their yeah. website. And then they were sued by, uh, sued by Sony to prevent them from selling it. And that, that didn't go through. The court upheld that, no, they can produce a product. It's not the exact same thing. They can let it go through. So they pretty much just uh, made, they renamed it to the, the Arachnid skin and made it look more and more and more like it. And Sony just nice. let it happen. So now you could buy the exact same fucking skin from anywhere. Like, At a fraction of the goddamn cost. Fucking oath. Ugh. But, so, uh, do we want to get into the uh, kind of meat of this episode? Yeah. Meat and so potatoes. So I'm just going to... i got to put up right, like, massive content warning. Yeah. The, the thing we're about to talk about could be very triggering for people, particularly if you follow through and give it a look. And I would definitely suggest you do. It's mm. it's, it's, it's it's an experience. eye-opening experience. Yeah, yeah. I, um, it's the the first the first episode's like, well, this train's coming in real quick, and that track looks like it's missing. And then by the tenth one, it's like, oh fuck! And yeah. then you can't look away. Then you're yeah. in. You're invested. It's the most horrific roller coaster I've ever been on. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what what we're gonna t- uh, we're gonna be talking about the uh, God damn it I've lost Webcom. the guy's name it's who wrote it. Joe versus um, Elan. Yeah, mm. um, I will post a link in the show notes for it. Um, uh, he refers this... to himself as Joe Nobody, so he hasn't actually given yeah. his full name. Um, so it's his experience having been placed within this uh, quote unquote youth correctional yeah school. the troubled yeah. teen industry. Yeah. Which is still happening um, today, which is oh, yeah. fucking wild. It's fucking terrifying. The thing I think was particularly confronting about this is I've kind of laughed at some of these things before. Yeah. Because, like, you know, like there's been stuff like Snowflake Mountain and stuff, you know, TV shows that, that really sanitize it mm. and kind of make it seem like, oh, yeah, maybe you could get something out of this. You know, maybe these kids aren't necessarily people who should be here. Yeah. You know... I wouldn't mind being going out into the wilderness for a week and camping, but yeah. not everyone else does. Hmm. So it's sort of like, yeah, but like these are TV show ones. This is like, no, no, this is someone in one of these fucked up ones giving you the inside scoop. Like and human no. rights violations levels well, are fucked up. No, like yeah. the very first, ep- like first issue of this is he's a 16 year old kid. He says goodnight to his parents. He goes to bed. And then suddenly someone kicks in his door and abducts him from his bed. Yeah, That's yeah. where it fucking starts. He yeah. has no idea what's going on, why it's happening, anything. He's just thrown in the back of a van with, like, pretty much hogtied and driven several states from where he lives. Without yeah, yeah. knowing Middle what the fuck, like, to him he's been kidnapped. Like, that's yeah. all he fucking knows. Middle yeah. of fucking nowhere as well in Maine. Like, it's so far out of the way. Yeah, like, it is mental because like the entire thing is um, the backstory for what he did to get there was he and his mates had a grand idea that over the summer they'd buy a brick of weed and they you know sell it out to their friends and then they get to the smoke for free the entire uh, summer. 
which you know fair they were heading to a like one of the, fa- the family's cabins in the woods to dole it all out into different sizes and they got pulled over by cops and caught like that's how it happened now of the three two of them got a lawyer um, and went ahead and faced their day in court and were basically told yeah you, you're free you can go but the um, like Joe his family talked to a counsellor I think it was who was no, the, um, the the other two families did talk but they decided that they'd go with the, the lawyer yeah yeah. Um, but the counsellor was basically fear mongering saying no no he's going to be made an example of they're going to throw the book at him he's going to be in jail for like years and years and years he's mm. definitely going to be found guilty and just pushed them to sign him up for this, you know, Alan school, which is meant to be a, you know, you stay out in the wilderness, you learn life skills, and you get to keep doing your education. That, and the, they the big out. thing, the big thing is that Alan worked really hard to get itself accredited as a school. Yes. Yeah. So it wasn't just one of these ones where it's like, okay, you're going to spend two months out in the wilderness and learn how to to be a nut shit cunt. Yeah. You were supposed to go here, do school, effectively a boarding school. Yeah. Yeah. But it was going to be more intense because they were going to try and help correct your behavior. Mm. And then, you know, like within the first couple of chapters, you know, they have uh, what they call a general meeting where literally every kid in the, in the, the building that you're in yells in your face. Yeah. And this was like 60 kids crammed into a very small house. Like the yeah. floor plan for this thing was there were two levels to it, but most of them were taken up by dormitory upstairs. Yeah. And they spent a majority of their time, all of them, crammed into a like dining area. Yeah, and inside. Everything. Like, yeah. They're only allowed outside for an hour every other day. Oh, it was, no, it was no, on no, Sundays no. if they had no instance yeah. that week. Yeah. Like, it was messed up. Like, not only that, but, like, no one had time to do anything. Like, he mentions hmm. going on about, um, like, also that it's a caste system. We have to get to that soon. Um, at certain points like general meetings like Seth mentioned when everyone has to come and scream at you and not just yell at you but scream top the lungs profanity worst things you can say to people kind of stuff and everyone must do it before like life can go back to it as it was yeah so if this happens midway through meal time you're fucked you don't get to eat because you can't sit back down until you've yelled at someone only seven people can yell at a time and no no one I no, was, no, if you no, it was if you fitted within the width of a broom. That's street. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah to fit within the width of a broom, um, and yeah, it's so messed up. And this was their daily lives. Like this happened yeah. numerous times a day, in a schedule that was already impossible to meet. Yeah. So yeah. they or, or weaponized sleep up, deprivation and shit. Oh, like, fucking and hard. if you fucked up really bad, you were taken to the big house where. Like, you were put into a pretty much a bare-knuckle boxing ring. They got the biggest bloke in the place to belt the piss out of you. And if you managed to beat him, you were still in the ring. They just threw another person in and just kept yeah, cycling yeah. them until you got the shit kicked out of you. And there were three alarm houses. Occasionally, they would have these things. Because that was called the ring. That's what they mm. alluded to it. They'd have yeah. three house rings or they'd have three house general meetings. Where every student from all three houses would berate you. Like, yeah openly in a massive hall it, it's so very fucked up but the the one that I thought was particularly egregious was the corner yeah yes which is essentially um, an isolation cell yeah it, I mean you're just in a room in a chair staring at a corner but it's effectively isolation because the only person in the room is someone who's gonna make sure you sit there bolt upright yeah. staring at the corner and not saying anything. Because it's, it's, it's not just that sitting there staring at the corner. You cannot move. You cannot stand. You have to sleep in that corner. But it's like, also that it happens for several months at yeah. a time. It's not just, yeah. oh, you're in a corner for three days. You're not in a corner for an hour, two hours. Months. Like This is, is a there, human right violation in prisons oh, if they're no. left in solitary for too long. Like It's but fucked. He's isn't there the longest that he's aware of was six months. Yeah, yeah. That's half a year of just sitting in a corner looking at a wall. Like, yeah. Holy fuck. And you're not allowed to study. You're not allowed to do anything. All you do is eat, sleep, and stare at a corner. Yeah. yeah. And if you're during the day, you can't sleep then. You have to stand, like, sit bolt upright and stare at the wall. Yeah. You can't look around because if you do, the guy who's watching you will beat the shit out of you. Yeah. Like, the entire thing is very fucked up because it. When he first goes in there, 
Like, they don't even give him an orientation of sorts. It's kind of thrown to the walls of it. Mm. Uh, and they have a cast system which is low strength, um, strength, and then high strength. Which is, like, low strength people can only talk to strength and above. They can't talk or look at anyone else. They can only interact with people of the, the strength life. Um, strength can talk to essentially anyone. No, they can talk to other strengths or a lo- or a non-strength. Yeah. Um, high strength is when you start getting into this is the fucked up bit. There's not that many staff mm-hmm. at Alarm. They use the kids. Yeah, the yeah. kids have to be guards, cooks, cleaners. Yeah, pretty much the, the the kids are the the guards and prisoners of their own fucking jail. Yeah. So um, like once you get up into your high strength, you start actually becoming those sort of essentially guards. Yeah. And it, it's so fucked up. And then mm. there's the um like boys can't oh, no, boys and girls are not allowed to look at each other. Like, yeah. It is very much a cult mentality because they keep telling you to uh, release your guilt, uh, which is just a catch-all term for everything, really. Yeah. Uh, and when you give them the guilt, then you're punished. So there's no way around it. And if but you then, don't give them guilt, you're punished anyway. So you're but then they take that guilt and they use it against you. Like, they yeah. straight out, oh, here's your weak spot. That's what I'm going to fucking hit over and over yeah. again. When that next general meeting gets called on you, guess what's coming out of the fucking folder? Oh, yeah. And, like, this entire way is, like, the comic the guy, uh, Joe, has made is amazingly detailed in what he recalls. Yes. Like, oh, holy yeah. shit. And, um, it's and of course, just, some of it's just burned into him, I think. But. And it's not just, oh, yeah, here's a comic I made of a thing I heard. It's full proof of yeah. everything. Yeah. Like, here it is. Here's photos. Here's where it is. Here's this room. Here's the layout of the room. Here's some yeah. of the people that were there. Like, straight out, like, holy fuck, like... like this the way they, no denying it. The way they weaponize sleep deprivation and hunger is yeah. abysmal. Because mm. like they never have enough time to sleep. And when they are sleeping, there are bed checks every I think it's ten minutes. Ten where minutes. they shine a light in your face and check to make sure your your feet are still there by raising the covers up. And like that's fucked. There yeah. is no escape. Like at all. They can't go outside because there is a guy, like, weirdly enough, a student guards the door. Every uh, door. To the outside world, like there's every several, door to the outside. But there's several guards on the top floor and several yeah. guards on the bottom floor, and they're always constantly screaming back and forth because there's constantly noise happening. You can never get a moment's peace. It is just nothing but psychological torture. Hmm. Yeah, like, and it's uh, particularly interesting. Like, I don't know, it feels weird talking about someone's true life story and saying like minor spoilers. Yeah. Um, but there is a point where Joe gets away. He escapes. Yeah. Fucking and really well done as well. Like, holy oh, yeah. shit. Well, that, fucking lucky. Yeah, that, yeah. When, it, when, luck. He, when he ran luck into that involved. van, yeah. I was waiting for, and that's Elan. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he gets away. Hmm. And he starts getting ready to start contacting his family again. And, and I thought, oh, cool, I'm at the end of the comic. Yeah. This is his story. He has escaped. Hmm. And then he gets picked up again. Yeah. Like, again, then picked up off the fucking I, street. Just grabbed off the street house. in fucking... From, in, what, New York? Yeah. yeah. Two states away from where it happens within 48 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, I think it's like he was gone for a total of three days, including travel. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's very, very fucked. And even worse is what Elan's based off is a psychological experiment. That was cancelled after three days. Yeah. I, it, it, based on not so much, but it's a. It's. Um... I mean, it started the exact same way. They kicked the door down, they took people from their beds, so they had the full prisoner experience. And yeah, it was yeah, yeah. By students, I know. It's, but... We're talking about the Stanford Prison Experiment. Yeah. And that is the most. Uh, it, it's not what it was based on, but it's the most actual thing yeah. that's similar to alarm that people might know about like you yeah. can easily go read about the Stanford prison experiment mm. that's what alarm was yeah except but, uh, it didn't end it went yeah. on for decades yeah it only shut down in 2011 yeah yeah like this shit was continuing for a very long time and like and if 
if your kids, if your parents were particularly fucked up and they signed you up for it when you were 12 or 13, oh, you fuck. were there until you were 18. There was no getting out. Yeah, they would uh, not graduate. Was, and unless your parents unlikely. pull you out. You could be pulled out by your parents, you could get to 18 and sign yourself out, or you could theoretically... Graduate. Graduate. What the biggest air quotes I can put around graduate, but that technically was a path out. Yeah. Yeah. The weirdest thing is, though, um, with the signing yourself out at 18, because this was considered a correctional school, so it was meant to be helping troubled kids, if you signed yourself out, you would then have to go back to court to fight the original charge you went in with. So you could end up yeah. going to actual prison after this because you signed well, yourself at 18. That that was only if you'd been to court and been found guilty. Yes, And, it, and you, you went to there instead of doing actual prison time or juvie time, whatever it is. Mm. He was never yeah. found guilty. There was no reason. It was his own fucking parents keeping him there. Mm. Like, yeah. they said it like... But Alan does a really good job of making it sound like uh, they're actually doing something good. Yeah. Not psychologically well, and like, brutally torturing your child. They cut off For all communication. For 50 grand a year. Yeah, it was not cheap. Like, because they cut off all communication with the parents, but you could get privileges like um, calling your family. But when you did that, there was someone with their finger on the hang-up, uh, the, the receiver waiting for you to fuck up and if you did they just hit it so yep. you could even get like a fraction of a message out it, it's really hard to explain this whole fucker story without it like fracturing into like and this and this and this yeah. and this because it is so fucking much and it's like how do you explain these things I can't imagine how he went through and actually laid this out step by step because holy this is Jesus We've been, like, pinballing around a whole bunch of different topics from this. This is all from chapters 1 to 47. Yeah. Yeah. There's a hundred of them. This is a hundred. There's a hundred chapters. It's done. It's finished. You can read the whole thing. He's completed the whole story he wants to tell. But that's the first 47 chapters. Yeah. And... is all the way up to him getting picked up in New York. There's so much more in that 47 chapters. Like, we're skimming a very... Not even a millimeter into the fight. This depth of yeah. shit that carries on it's essentially and, a comic from written by the first person perspective of someone going insane oh yeah, yeah. and it's horrifying but at the well, same time weirdly you can't stop reading like I have lost a few days to this comic already I did lose Although, several days to it <laughs> yeah as you start to get into the back half of it it actually starts like it's still compelling mm. but it gets starts getting a lot harder to read yeah because yeah. as he starts getting into a lot more of the the more twisted ends of Ellen uh Alan sorry um it, it's it's like it's rough to read you're gonna yeah. read some of those chapters and be like mm. I need to I need to take a break now I yeah. have had to uh, take a big, break a couple of times the big one for me was when I read about the there was one incident where they had a big riot where like all the kids where a big majority of the kids decided they wanted to bail and like, there's a whole big melee. Some of the kids are helping, some aren't. Some are trying to run. And in the middle of it, one kid kills himself by stabbing himself through the gut with a pen. Yeah. And I read that chapter and was like, I have to put this down right yeah. now. I, I can't read and it it's anymore. It's even worse because like the staff saw it all happen, didn't take him to hospital, didn't even try to help this kid. They gave him some Tylenol and said, walk it off. They actually don't know what happened. Uh, Joe points out that he never saw the kid again, but he w- the room he was in for the rest of the night had a looked out over the car park, yeah. and no ambulance showed up. Mm-hmm. So, while the kid... Okay, so the kid might not have died, but it's heavily implied that he did not get any help and he did not live. Yeah. The theory is he was shuffled off to one of the other houses, so there wasn't another ride. But in. again, they don't know. Yeah. 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 It's like right. very, it's... left very open ended. Like whatever happened to that kid, you just mm. don't know. And yeah. even then, there's other shit with like when they bring in um, like siblings, because apparently a lot of siblings end up at a line or ended up at a line together, and they would separate them into different houses. Yeah, yeah, just kind of an ally base. Yeah, no, fuck no. They literally go through and try to destroy ally base. Like who's friends with who? Who talks to who? Yeah. Who spends yeah. any time with <clears> anyone? <throat> And they literally belt, beat it out of them. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Like, you can't have a friend there and everyone is out to get you. You can't trust anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Because he sets out a bunch of rules for surviving an encounter like this. Because, like, 
at the start, it reads very much like a, if you are caught in this situation, here's what I did. Mm. And it's very, very weird and fun. Actually, I think the thing that was <coughs> particularly interesting is like, you know, like, I think everyone at some point when they see these sort of like correctional <coughs> groups, mm. you, you, you have that little bit where you kind of like, into yourself go, Psh, I'd get out. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't break. I, I could survive that. Yeah. And then you read this comic and you see him try everything you've ever thought of to do that. Yeah. yeah. And watch them break him. Because it's like, yeah. when you stop and think about it, Alan was running for like 25 or more years oh, or something. More. 50 yeah. plus years. Like, like 50 yeah. or so years. It was a long anything, fucking time. Yeah. Anything a 15 year old can think of has already been thought of by previous people who tried to escape and the the group learnt from it like Alan yeah. learnt how to make this thing just fucking a stranglehold yeah it's messed up but like even when they had kids like you had to hand in slips dobbing other people in for other things yeah, yeah. A- mandatory three a day, three a day. Yeah. Yeah. and if you couldn't find anything you pretty much had to make something up or yeah. Yeah. pretty much make something happen that you could dob in yeah uh, like god fucking damn like that's just making yourself bury yourself like uh, Jesus yeah. and like the way they destroy self confidence because at one point I think Joe's caught looking over at the direction of the girl's side of the room um, and it, instantly it's a, a general meeting so like everyone starts coming up and they basically call him out oh, who's looking at this chick he must have the hots for her and get her to rip him down yeah yeah. like it is and fucking horrible like, the, a lot of like from episode like from issue like 40 something whatever it is once he manages to actually get out of Elon or mm. Elon whatever the fuck it is yeah how like the rest of it oh, is his life and coping with the, the PTSD and how much it's fucked him up and he doesn't mm. notice how fucked up he is like there's a yep. lot of self reflection mm. there but a lot of it's like I don't know I'm just doing what I need to do like he goes Honestly. to he goes to a restaurant with with some people he's met and guards his food and shovels down entire meals as quickly yeah. as fucking possible because he's waiting for that bell and meal's over. You can't eat yeah. anymore. And it's, he's like, I don't know any different. Like, It's just conditioned mm. at that point because he yeah. spends three years um, mm. at this place. And oh, I, honestly, I do not know how he's able to have any relationship with his, um, his parents because oh, yeah. every time things land in their court and they can do something about it or if he like tries to tell them things fingers in the ears la 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 I can't hear anything it's like holy shit yeah well like, like, when he does turn 18 and he can sign himself out they actually call his parents to bring him in and say you like he could sign himself out but we'd rather you graduate like yeah if you just sign yourself out now you're dead to us when, like, yeah. we'll pay for your uni if uh, you graduate. Uh, what was it? If you sign yourself out, it's 20 bucks and a bus ticket to Boston. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Or if you manage to graduate, we'll pay for your university. And it's like, yeah. fuck, I, it's... I'm either homeless and pretty much dead in the streets or there's some chance for me to do it. Like, holy fuck. That's... It, yeah. It's really, like, I think one of the creepiest things is there's a, a point where he he kind of reinvigorates himself with this idea which we what is it one of his lowest moments mm. all the power dies yeah yeah and he thinks something's looking out for me yes mm. and he decides it's this thing called the great power yeah mm. the great energy. and that starts yeah. yeah yeah so he starts like focusing on that and like i can get through this i can survive and it's the, one of the most disturbing things in it is how that helped him survive mm. and eventually Alan takes it away. Yeah. He starts to perceive Alan is the great power. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, wow. It just yeah. infects everything you, it touches. This thing you created to have something to believe in other than Alan became Alan. Yeah. yeah. That's that's straight out Stockholm syndrome. Like yeah. right yeah. fucking there. And that's once you're in that system for so fucking long, that's what they they bank on it's like yeah. yep. you've been here so long you're part of this system that's that's how there's the a, prisoners a really can good, guard the jail there's a really good bit where he points out that uh, when he was contemplating leaving he was scared because he'd become so used to the structure 
Yeah. Yeah. It, it's not that, like, the structure sucks, and he completely openly admits it, but he understood it. Mm. Yeah. The structure is something I can cling to and yeah. work with. If I leave, I have no structure. What the mm. fuck am I going to do? Yeah. And in all of this, he's got actual photos of the, the timetables and sheets yeah. and the sign-in slips. Like, there is actual physical evidence of these are things that happen. This isn't just me making shit up. Yeah. This happened. Because I think it's, it's like, around chapter 14 where he makes the choice to play their game and starts, like, forcing himself to go high strength. I thought it was a uh, later That was that, his but... first... Yeah. yeah. No, he does it He does it early because he wants to get the... Um, the parent his parents. Yeah. Yeah. It's after that and his dip to, to New York... Mm. That's when he really drinks the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. And even then, it's like, no, I just need to pretend. I need to make it look like I'm part of the show. Mm. Yeah. But he's drunk that Kool-Aid. He becomes a part of the show. I love the way he does it in the comic because he mentions that he set himself a mental alarm, which would just say, you're only pretending, Joe. Don't forget, you're only pretending. You are not becoming like them. And Mm. over time, that voice got quieter and quieter, and then it was gone. Yeah, and it's mm. fucking horrible to to, to read. Mm. Yeah, like oh, yeah. like I said, like massive content warning. Like if, oh yeah, if you want to check oh. this thing out, like like there's some absolute human rights violations. It is some up absolutely shit. horrific what yeah. this person goes through for so much of it, and like yeah. there are straight out parts of it you'll read. It's like I need to walk away and just I need to look at the world around me and see the sunshine and be yeah. somewhere else completely because I need to go touch fuck. grass right now because holy shit yeah. I, I need like, to realize I, this isn't the world yeah as I said the, the, the whole section with the kid who stabs himself with the pen the way he describes it mm. the way he's like like he saw the kid across the room and he didn't know what had happened yet but like the he, the way he looked was just burned into his memory yeah because mm. he knew there was something wrong yeah yeah. Like, a few and of then, the things he mentions that are burned into his memory are fucked like that one the poor poor girl whose introduction to Alan was a three house fucking ring yeah hmm. or a three house general meeting or something it was something huge and messed up like they didn't even prep yeah. for just threw her in that was it yeah fuck that yeah, but, but would highly recommend like like go we'll and it, read it like like, just, it, like it'll be in the show notes yeah when you do I'll read it like for, just uh, take it like read a bit and then just walk away know that this is yeah. just a thing. If you want to stop reading, stop yeah. fucking reading. Yeah. But we're just masochists. It's, ex- like, it's this is an experience. It's like this yeah. happened in this world. Like, and it still happens. Like, this is still a thing that happens yeah. in the U.S. Oh yeah. Like, there's an entire like, industry for it. It's oh, Milan might be gone, but there's others. Oh yeah. fucking no! There's still several other states that have it, and. In those states, like I, after reading this, I wanted like, how the fuck can this still happen? Yeah. In those other states where it does still happen, each of the each of these uh, schools, as they were, uh, are massive donors to fucking governmental agencies. Yeah, of course. And um, even the Alan School had uh, numerous championships for sport. Like yeah. that's how they. Um, I'm not proud of themselves, but that's how they put themselves for it as a serious school. It's like, look at what's really program. fucked up is a lot of them were for running. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just really fucking... Oh. Run, run, run. Here's, here's an award. You can't run from this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that has to be like... the up. Oh, it's messed up. Like, the fact it's happened to one person is horrendous. The fact it happened to thousands of children mm. is yeah. so much worse. I think the youngest one he said he knew of was 13. Like, yeah. 12 or 13, yeah. Because it was just when they hit teens, because that's what they could qualify. Um as a what they were doing mm. and this the, the way he describes the look on a kid's face who's putting two and two together realizing he's 13 and he has to be here till he's 18 yeah oh oh it's it's bad yeah fucking oh yeah. that's that's how you kill a soul right there and it yeah. even ex- yep. like describes some of the kids there that have been there for several years and they've still got several years to go and they're just mm. hollow husks like, just, how the yeah. fuck do you expect that person to rejoin society? Like, yeah, that's not a person anymore. That's just a yeah. zombie who'll do anything to get back into a 
into an institution yeah, where they have control. Yeah. Like, they'll walk straight out of there, straight down. They may kill someone. They may rob a convenience store. They want to get back into a fucking institution. That's I mean, a lot of them end up going back as staff, according to the comic. Yeah. Like, a, a bunch of the staff are ex Elan people. It's if you get to graduation, you're basically going to work for Elan. Yeah, yeah. Or even like, but they point out to the. They they do point out that the highest the most likely thing to happen to a, someone who's left Elan is suicide. Yeah, hmm. it, it's that's just, the most common out that yeah. happens if you've left that school. It is a horrible thing, and I hope everyone involved in it is now dead and died a horrible way. Like Jesus Christ, yeah. the people who did this are monsters. Yeah, if you want to read a true story that is fucking horrific read this yeah look if anyone listens to like true crime podcast read this like it'll be up your oh yeah like it is very very messy but like it's on his website of it you can go through start from home read through all the chapters you want but actually has full proofs like there's whole books out there that people have written that was the one like reading through Uh, it's like this is a Dr. Ranko yeah or is it something like that like Looking at it going, fuck, this is a really fucked up thing for someone to have in their mind. Like, if there mm. wasn't proof there, you'd look at it and go, what the fuck is this? Like, who the hell can think of this? Yeah. Mm. But there's proof and photos and, like, here is the site. This is building one. This is building two. This is building three. Like, floor plans. Here's people that have done it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Holy fuck. It's very in depth. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, like he has a patron as well, and I honestly am debating getting the ninety-seven uh, a month one just so I can get the um, the printed book because uh, he's got a, a full book that apparently has some extra stuff in it, um, and I a I would like his, to support uh, this guy. His drawings from his time in it alone, like where he's actually yeah. kept them, or like <clears throat> yeah, like I I will happily feed this guy some money for a bit because holy shit. Mm. But, oh it's a wild thing and I'd recommend people read it but really take it with a grain of salt like if it's not for you walk away yeah because yeah. it if, doesn't if you get can't handle any better it, for a long going. time yeah hmm. if you hit something on that where you go that's too fucked up I can't handle anymore yeah. trust me it gets worse yeah. stop yeah. There, it, there is very little uphill in this, this it, story yeah. oh, it gets a hell of a lot worse before it gets any better and even yeah. in the better it's not fucking good He's he has to build himself back up to zero essentially. It's yeah, it's bad. Like holy shit. But the uh, yeah, the last issue of it is him coming up with the idea for this entire comic. Like this is his mm. life up to this point, and it's yeah. Is it? It started uh, November fifth, twenty eighteen, and the last issue dropped September fifteenth, twenty twenty three. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the weirdest thing from this comic has been the fact that it has actually overshadowed our book of the month. Like, yeah, it, yeah. I actually oh, found it surprisingly hard to finish the book of the month because I wanted to be reading this. Yeah, like, See, it I, was weird. I read this several months ago, and I recommended it then. And it's like how hard it was to not talk about this whole fucking thing I'm just experiencing because yeah. no one else has read the fucking thing. And now it's like, holy shit, you've read it. Oh my yeah. god! Oh, yeah, it's, it's one of those things that if you're going to read it, like if you can know someone else who would be interested in reading it, who could handle reading it, read it with them because you will need mm. someone to talk about this with. Yeah, yeah. Like, this needs to be like a not a, This could be like a book club thing, essentially. Just if you have a book club and you really don't like them, bring this up. Oh yeah, you just need something to be able to vent it out of your head. Like if yeah. you're going to read it grab a reading buddy whether you read it together or just read it strap them just, down make them read it. It, it you need someone to talk to about this oh, shit oh fucking oath like oh but yeah it's a wild ride but we probably should talk about our book of the month before we run out of time <laughs> yeah uh, alright what do you guys think of the uh, the book this month since it was so my this pick this month's book was uh, Spellmonger yeah yeah uh, yeah, it actually wasn't bad. Um, Shock Horror, our friend Matt, has picked another one that was pretty good. It's almost yeah. like he knows us, that it's bastard. Like, 
was a, a pretty basic fantasy, like magic or magic society fucking book. Mm. Not not really sword and sorcery, a step away from lit RPG. It's yeah. like magic, but someone is still gaining power and finds a little gizmo to make him even more powerful and then has to survive. Ooh. I enjoyed it. There's a few things there that was like, oh, this is a little fucking... Yeah. Whether it's historically accurate or not, like... That's sure. the wrong way, but... Something the, the is like, base, mm, yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe add a few years onto some of the characters. Like, yeah. Make it a bit, you know, less cringy, because it's just... Some of it's a bit icky. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, like, or the like, basic story of it is just an oncoming goblin war and having to fight against it but they build such a very intricate backstory to the world yeah. and uh, that's what sucks me into it to be honest like, everything uh, about oh we're going to run to this building and then goes into an in-depth description on the history of the building and the why the building's there and the, everything about it and then continues on with the story and well, my favorite thing going through that that same point is the fact that he's always putting history into stuff. The one thing he never explains is why there is a keep here. Yeah, like it's always a mystery. It's like why the fuck they build this massive castle on this hill? Like, yeah, sure, it's a good vantage point and everything, but this is way more than would ever be needed. Yeah, and that's not explained until right towards the end. Yeah, and then it but... turns out we were the bad people all along. <laughs> wow. The real monster was man. <laughs> the enemies you made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, considering there's like also fifteen to sixteen books of it as, a, as well. Yeah, um, it's a, a long am, series if you continue with it. I am told apparently sex magic does not make an appearance after the first book. So that's good. Yeah, that was a bit. That felt to me a bit like the scenes from uh, Stray Cat Strut, the second book. <laughs> Just, yeah. just, you mean in every fucking book? He was a very randy wizard. We'll give him that. But like this whole, a lot of that sex magic could have been replaced with any other form of magic. Oh yeah, yeah. It didn't need to be like that. It's like, oh, I'm gonna write a story. I'm gonna jam sex magic in. Oh yeah. The author was feeling a bit toey. That's just you know how it goes. Yeah. Thankfully, he learned. He did. Yeah. Or well, he must have got some between books. <laughs> <laughs> Got it out of the system. I, I do like some of the things, like the um, thing that amplifies their magic is like basically a amber from a very magical kind of tree. Um, like everything has a a reason to it, even yeah. like towards mm. the end. And I love that in any book when the mythology mm. sticks to itself and when the magic system is set, it doesn't have I break the rules because I'm special. Yeah, like mm. I hate that kind of stuff, but. Eerie Night, the weird sap amber thing, makes sense because uh, it's just yeah. amplifying what's put into it. It itself is not magical; it just ma- is a loudspeaker for magic. But e- even the whole thing of like the the mad wizard before him, like, mm. it's like he had one slither of it and he went nuts and he did all this yeah. stuff. But then they describe that when you pick it up, if it's cut off a larger chunk, whoever that controls the larger chunk is going to influence the smaller chunk you've got. Yeah. Mm. So if the that mad wizard had a slither that was cut off a larger chunk that someone else who was just as fucking nuts was hanging onto it or had some really shitty thoughts <coughs> towards people it's mm. gonna amplify out of him which yeah. explains the fucking mad wizard yeah it's like that that's really interesting for it and yeah. they they mentioned throughout the book that well he mentions himself that as you have this like stuff with you you start casting spells without realizing it because yeah. it eventually attunes to whoever's using it and a strong enough emotion creates a spell-like effect. Yeah. At one point, like, a lord of the castle is essentially trying to dress him down because he comes from peasant stock. Um, and pushes a few boundaries he shouldn't have pushed, at which point he's like, yeah, so lightning just starts crackling through the wizard's hair as he's trying very hard not to murder a lord. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I I really enjoyed the story of this. I've bought a couple of more books in the series, which I'll get into when I get through some more of my back catalogue. We have a huge It's back there catalog. and it's in my list. I'm just working my way down the list and I'll get to it eventually. But it I did enjoy this. It is quite low on my list to continue, unfortunately. Yeah, I have well, other things I want to listen to it's, first. It's but been yeah. tagged on the back end and yes. other books that I've pre-ordered, if they come out first, 
will get listened to first. It's just oh yeah. If I chip through everything else and I'm running out of things to do, <clears throat> then I'll work my way through the list. Absolutely. Okay, like yeah, all yeah. three of us drop everything the second the new Stray Cat Strut or a new He Who Fights with Monsters comes out. We know what that is. for the next one. Oh yeah, it's it's Pretty marked good. on the calendar. <laughs> yeah. I've got like twenty yeah. something series I've listened to, and several of them are like <clears throat> I've earmarked it for the next one. Yeah, yeah. But like but, if you enjoy medieval fantasy, um, I wouldn't call it high fantasy because it's not that grand. They don't, no. they don't do the whole waffle thing. Wizards seem more like just general practitioners as opposed to I am a grand mage, all worship me. Some are definitely like yeah. that. But like, um, well, in this, like, how the character finds their magic, like. His yeah. sister does something, he cops a blame for it, so he gets given the chores, and he's mm. just bitching at his sister the entire time he's doing this chore. And then the woodpile catches fire. It's like, yeah. oh, shit, hang oh, on, something else is going on here, and then it... Even more fun is there. the... Uh, I, I like the way he did that scene, because his dad sees it all. His dad's like the greatest baker in you know their county or land, mm. whatever the fuck it is. And... And he's the only son. He's the only one who could theoretically inherit the bakery. After and seven carry daughters, like he's meant yeah. to be, like this is the golden child. He's meant to be the baker, mm. like coming through next. And that like the father's like, the father sees the because he's stacking up the oven to roast the um like to bake the bread. Bake the bread, yeah. Um, at which point he sees it happen, and he you know he's basically just takes. He's like, all right, meet me at my shed. Uh, we're gonna have to have a talk. And it, it basically, he's like straight out, like, "Cool, you're going to be a wizard now. We're going to take you to get tested to see what happens." Uh, he just doesn't even blink. It's like, I, "I'm you're sad wizard, that Harry. you're." Yeah, he's like, "I'm sad you can't take over the bakery, but holy fuck, you could be a wizard. We're taking you places." And that's one of my favorite versions of a father or a parent in general in any fantasy setting. Where it's like, "Oh, I don't know if I should do this." Like, "Fuck off! You're going to be a wizard. Go, go get the stuff. I'm going to pack for you." Mm. The, like the whole thing where he goes through his wizarding education goes through the whole thing graduated and then right at the end of it right so I'm going to go off here I'm going to study more you've been drafted yeah like, he just gets like drafted the, immediately it's like the US military stand at the end of a high school bloody graduation yeah. gone by the way because the way they he mentions it is um, if you were really good you got to stay behind and continue studying and teaching because he mentions one guy that happened who mm. came to fight with him um, but he also mentions if you did really well, but not enough to be put on faculty, you were basically drafted. Like they they made they took you to a new college, the war college, and you learned war spells. So oh, okay, makes sense. Uh, otherwise, you got released onto the public and fleeced them dry. Yeah, because like yeah. some of the characters just oh. like obviously yeah. a lot of it. I think was um, some characters were influenced by Tolkien characters. Uh, or talking, but like there is a there is a worm tail. Oh, sorry, worm tongue, um, whispering in the ear of the Lord at one point, and it's like that parallel was really fun. There's mm. also fucking tree ants and like wood elves mm. and everything. But the whole story of the wood elves, how like the goblins are a pretty much a subspecies of the wood elves. They're just forgotten their history and yeah, like the how there's really four different creatures and everything else is a subset of those creatures it's like yeah there's actual history and some mm. thought into that whole thing there's an actual tree to it all not just here's an elf it's an elf because yeah. it's an elf there's a goblin deal with it like the, the world this guy has built is in depth and yeah. pretty well thought out and very interesting I'm, I will I mean, listen to it more has to be, it has to be well thought out to support 15 books yeah yeah. Like, he carries on for quite a while so mm. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see how long it takes to actually get through to book two of it. But I did enjoy it, so it has made it onto the list at least. Yeah. So yeah, I'd agree with that. Same. So uh, I get this month's book. Yay! I get to do the spooky season book. And Spooktober. I was picking. I was picking my brain really hard because I kind of came out the great gate pretty hot last year with Haunted. Um, yeah, mostly because I. Still one of my favorite books to recommend to people. Like, I feel like oh, maybe yeah. something a little creepy, a little spooky. Is like, I got a book for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you're recommending it to people. I, I really keep trying to get people to read that book. Yeah, I don't know how many have actually uh, listened to it, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Enjoyed it enough to recommend it. So this year, I was racking my brain about what to choose, and 
I kind of got it down to two books, and then I was talking with the boys last week and got it down to one book, and then literally today, the challenger arose and I'm picking something yeah. completely different from what I was yeah. going to choose. Got no, basically Audible, Audible stepped in and slapped you in the face and said, no, no, you're doing this now. <laughs> because as of today, literally while I was at work, I got a message from the Audible app telling me that Ghost Stories, as read by Stephen Fry, came out. Yeah, Stephen Fry's like, definitive collection. Like, yeah, like his favorite fucking ones. Like, I'm in. It's and some of these, like I have read one or two of the the books that is in the list before, mm. and it's like this is this is going to be amazing. Yeah, Stephen, Stephen Fry has velvet for a voice. Oh, absolutely. It's just going to be beautiful. So, this month, instead of doing some super weird fucked up thing like I was going to do, we're going to have Stephen Fry tell us classic ghost stories. Hell, yes we are. So, this is the publisher summary of the book. Uh, Also, it's only on Audible. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, As the days grow shorter and the temperature drops, Halloween approaches. Come, brave listener, pull up a chair and spend some time with the master storyteller Stephen Fry as he tells us some of his favorite ghost stories of all time in a truly terrifying spiritual audio. Uh, special... Ah! Spatial audio. Spatial audio. God, I tripped over that word pretty hard. To be fair, it took me like three tries to read that in my head. You're too excited. (laughs) From the headless horseman of Sleepy Hollow to the tortured spirits of M.R. James... From Edgar Allan Poe's terrifying tale of a t- uh, terrifying tale of a doppelganger to Charlotte Riddle's open door that should definitely stay shut, join St- uh, Stephen as he tells you truly terrifying tales of ghosts and ghouls, spirits and phantasms, spectres and apparitions. Listener discretion advised. There is a decent collection of books in this. Like, holy yeah. shit! Yeah, I am super fucking keen. It's eight hours of deliciousness I cannot wait <clears throat> yeah so if I'm a, like I kind of want to say the book I was going to do last time but it's like maybe one other time I'll just like throw it out there just to catch you off guard when it's not Halloween <laughs> yeah it was like randomly New Year's like aha but it'll be good but yeah, I'm keen I have his um his autobiography uh, as an audiobook on Audible and that's fucking great mm. mint I, I love Stephen Fry he's, he's good people I've listened yeah. to Mythos and Heroes and a few of his other mm. books, and it's like, yeah. holy shit, like, this is so fucking good. They're great. Yeah. So, very much looking forward to that. And yeah, that was just a complete out of nowhere. Was not expecting that. But yeah, nah, that like, just kind of bitch slapped the book we were going to listen to out the way. Like, you are listening just, to this. You were holding it in your hand and just almost slapped it out. Like, no, this is for you. <laughs> You didn't choose the book. The book has chosen you. <laughs> yeah, well, it definitely did. Ah, it's Harry Potter it's, rules, is it? It's it's almost a spooky tale. <laughs> it's perfect timing as well. It's a great. Yeah. Had it been twenty four hours later, we were on a different book this week, this year. Oh yeah. And then we'd be looking back at this. Fuck! Did you see that came out? Jesus, that would have been so good. <laughs> <laughs> Not this year. We got it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're well out past an hour, so I think we can be finished up for the week. It has been a very bouncy episode. Yes, it has. Yeah. But, again, like, if you check out the Hmm. Alad stuff, like, massive content warning. I cannot stress that enough. Reader discretion is advised. Yes. We have warned you. You cannot blame us for this. (laughs) But you probably will. (laughs) And we will deserve it, but still. Anyway, y'all have a good one. Bye! See ya. If any of the themes in this week's episode have affected you negatively, please contact Lifeline or the equivalent in your country. See you next week.